going on, guys? Appreciate everybody tuning in to another episode here of the Phoenix Beatdown. Of course, I'm going to be your host, Scott Snyder, and you're joining me on this December 6, 2018. Hope everybody's doing good. Of course, going to bring you guys the latest and greatest MMA news as well as going to be going over some fight picks because we got a big, big weekend. Uh, we're finally, finally going to see the highly, I don't even know if I can say a highly anticipated because I've been waiting to see these guys throw down for quite some time now. Of course, I'm talking about the UFC featherweight champion Max Holloway taking on the number one contender Brian Ortega. Going to get into all that a little bit later on for UFC 231. Of course, as always, just want to get into a couple of the latest breaking news. And, um, yeah, just, just go ahead and go over a couple things. Now, first off, we have a big switcheroo, I, I would say, because we have a couple of fights that were taking off and then some fights that were added. And I'm talking about the UFC flyweight champion, Henry Cejudo, was originally scheduled to take on TJ Dillashaw um, January 26th, UFC 233. But now that that event, uh, I should say that fight, is being moved to a different event. It's actually going to be on the UFC on ESPN 1, their first show, which is going to be in Brooklyn uh, a week earlier. So pretty much they just moved it a week earlier. Um, and now they put it on a, I, I know you don't call it free, but it's not on a pay-per-view anymore. So I did think that was a little bit interesting. Um, I, of course... You know, it's pretty well known that the UFC's flyweight division has not been their premier division and not really a ton of people screaming uh, screaming about it. But I got to imagine that that fight, I mean, first of all, that was a big fight because it's technically a super fight, you know, champ versus champ. But I got to imagine either way, wouldn't that add more pay-per-view buys to that UFC 233? Because that's the card that's going directly against Bellator, uh, their heavyweight uh, the fun, the finale for their heavyweight tournament, Chell versus Fedor, um, is now being you know so pretty much they moved that fight. I gotta imagine, wouldn't they want more fights on that card if they're trying to compete with Bellator and try to get them out of here? But um, either way, that fight is no longer going to be on UFC 233. It's moved now. Another thing that was added to that card is Dominic Cruz. The the previous bantamweight champion, um, as we all know, he's after he's coming back after a long layoff. His last fight was against Cody, and he's actually going to take on John Lineker. So Dominic Cruz is going to be fighting John Lineker, UFC 233, coming back after a two-year layoff. Um, and kind of what I was saying, you know, Cruz. He actually hasn't fought since UFC 207, which was December 30th of 2016, where he lost against Cody Garbrandt. So definitely a long layoff. Um, you know, and it, this isn't really, I guess, surprising because we've seen Cruz come back for even longer layoffs than that. But interesting to see what, you know, what's the motivation here? Does he think he's going to get another title shot after that win? Uh, we're going to go and see how that one plays out. Now, Michael Johnson, he, you know, coming off that win against Artem Lobov, 
He's been calling out a couple people, calling out the toughest guys in the division. Uh, he called out Zabit, Marcher Regapov, Zabit, Magomed. You know what? I have trouble with that one. But he called him out, and he also called out Jose Aldo. Now, it seems like the one that took the bait was Jose Aldo. Um, he, he said, bring it on to Michael Johnson. And going to be interesting to see, you know, if that's the fight that they go with. Um, I don't know if that's the one that I would have necessarily put Aldo in. I honestly thought that maybe they do Aldo and, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe loser of the Holloway and Ortega fight. Not sure what they're going to do with Aldo, but that either way, if he returns against Michael Johnson, I kind of like him in that fight. All right, so another late edition, uh, Joe, Joe Benavidez coming off his win this past weekend. It was also added to UFC 233. He's going to be taking on Divison Figuero. Um, so another interesting fight for Joe B. Not sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where these matchups are coming from. Maybe he's just kind of in between divisions right now uh, with the flyweight going away. But I'm not really sure on the matchmaking here. He should be fighting like the top guys or the well-known guys, in my opinion. But, um, you know, going to see what, what, what happens with uh, Joe B. But always, either way, always, always interesting to see him. Now, let me go ahead and get into the fight picks because that's right about all the news I want to cover with you guys today. Um, you know, of course, we got we got a couple other things that, you know, this this guy said this or this person saying that. Of course, because we got fight week, so a lot of that's going on. We had the press conference. Uh, which was pretty interesting, of course. I thought maybe Max Holloway kind of stole that one. If you guys haven't seen the press conference, because um, I'm not sure, but Brian Ortega just comes, yeah, just comes off as too nice of a guy, in my opinion. But when he gets inside that cage, he's an absolute killer. So, going to be interesting. I was watching a little bit of the press conference. Both guys seem confident. Um, so let me go ahead and make my picks now. So this is going to be for UFC 231, Holloway Ortega. And let me start off here with Max Holloway, who's currently the UFC featherweight champion, is on a 12-fight win streak. Let me repeat that. 12-fight win streak. Um, and he's the reigning king right now. Now, he's got to take on Brian Ortega, who's on a six-fight win streak of his own. And if you look at Max Holloway, man, it, it's pretty incredible. You know, Aldo twice, Pettis. Ricardo Lamas, Jeremy Stevens, Charles Oliveira, Cub Swanson. I mean, this guy is just taking on the best of the best. And I guess that's why they call him blessed. But here's the thing about Ortega. He's also, I mean, he, you know, I think a lot of people do kind of forget that he had a little bit of a suspension for PEDs. And ever since he came back, he's been on this six-fight win streak, um, taking out Frank Yeager, Swanson also. Hinata Moicano, who's everybody who uh, everybody's high on right now. Clay Guida, Diego Brandao. Um, so definitely well-known guys in his own right. Now, Ortega's currently 14-0, undefeated. And, um, you know, when I look at these guys, I don't really see a big size discrepancy. Uh, maybe Ortega a little, I guess, wider. But here's the thing. Both guys are, both guys are really good striking, right? I think eventually this fight is going to hit the ground. I take a look at 
all the fights that, um, you know, Holloway has been in. And I feel like it's a lot of guys that wanted to stand with him, which is nothing wrong with that because it made for exciting fights. And this guy could really, Holloway could box, in my opinion. He could really, really throw those hands. But is that going to be enough if he goes to the ground? Like, you know, we don't really get to see a ton of his ground game um, because he hasn't really fought those kind of BJ, uh, you know, I don't think he really fought those BJJ guys to the level of Ortega. So this is what's going to be interesting to see if he can really handle the jiu-jitsu of Ortega. Uh, but with that being said, you know, I feel like Ortega, he's not going to be scared to stand and bang either. Now, this fight is probably one of the closest fights we're going to see this year. In my opinion, I think we're going to see a trilogy between these two. I really do. I really see a rematch happening. Um, I think no matter what happens, it's going to be a competitive fight. But with that being said, hmm, tough one, tough, tough one to pick. I'm actually going to go with Ortega in this one. I think eventually something's going to happen where it hits the floor, and I think Ortega is going to take full, full advantage of it. Um, I don't think he'll necessarily shoot for takedowns because he's not necessarily the, the wrestler type uh, that shoots like that, but they'll they'll grab up, they'll grapple, and I think Ortega will probably look for something, but I also wouldn't be surprised if it goes all five and he just did a little bit more. Um, but either way, this this is these guys are gonna fight again. I guarantee that these guys are gonna fight again. It's too too close of a matchup, uh, in my opinion. Now, kind of just to move down the card, we got Joanna Janjacek against Valentina Shevchenko, fifteen and fifteen and two versus fifteen and three. Um, this is another fight that I think is going to, they're going to rematch, I believe. And I think that this fight is going to be one of the best fights and most comp competitive fights that we're going to see all year. And I know that's definitely saying a lot since we had a lot of, you know, great fights, a lot of wars, uh, especially for titles this year. But I really feel like this fight is kind of, I don't want to say maybe being slept on because it's definitely getting... The attention it deserves, but um, I think it's going to be a great fight. Now, as far as who, who I'm going to take for this one, um, you know, they're both stand-up strikers, and I think that Valentina may be a little bit of a better grappler, I guess you could say. Um, you know, of course, Joanna, the former strawweight champion, who, uh, you know, she always said how much of a hassle it was and how tough it was on her body to, you know, make that cut. So she jumped at the chance to go up to flyweight. And Valentina, of course, was up at Bantamweight. And in my opinion, I thought she beat Amanda Nunez. You know, when they fought, I thought she won that fight. Uh, through, I think it was like three rounds to two, maybe something like that. But actually, I, I had her winning. Um, so, you know, kind of just in their past fights, you know, of course, Joanna lost her belt. To Rose Namajunas and then lost again. They did a re immediate rematch, lost again, uh, and then it's coming off a unanimous decision win against Tisha Torres back in July, where I thought she looked really good and definitely looked to rebound. Um, and as far as you know, Valentina kind of was saying, I I still thought that she won that fight, and um, you know she she did re rebound with a February. Uh, she hasn't fought since February, and it was a submission win against Priscilla Cachojera. 
And then prior to that was the fight against uh, Manny Nunez that she lost. But she's definitely fought some incredible competition. I mean, she beat Juliana Pena, Holly Holm, uh, lost to Manny Nunez, you know, beat Sarah Kaufman. A bunch of, a bunch of great, great fights uh, that she's been in. And actually, one of, one of probably my favorite women fighter, but then again, so is Joanna, you know. So I think this is going to be a very competitive, tough matchup. Honestly, I'm not surprised if this one goes all five. You know, I, I think it's going to be that back and forth. And these two women are actually familiar with each other because they fought three, I believe, two or three times previously in Muay Thai with uh, Valentina winning those fights. Now, when you add in that grappling element, you know, it's five rounds. Um, I do believe that Valentina will be able to take her down if she chooses to or if they just decide to strike. Um, but, you know, in, in this one, I'm probably going to have to go with Valentina by decision. I do believe it goes all five. And I do believe that uh, Valentina Shevchenko will take that fight. So I'm going to go with uh, Valentina. Now, let me just go ahead and give you a couple of my quick picks for the rest of the card. Because we got a couple of very, very interesting fights on here. Um, so... Going down the list, we got Gunnar Nelson against Alex Oliveira, Cowboy Oliveira, um, who's definitely been on quite, quite the little streak ever since uh, losing to Yancey Medeiros last year. Had a nice win over Carlos Condit, and then another win in September over Carlo Pesatorli, um, where he actually tapped out Condit. Never saw that before. And then he had a knockout. Now, here's the thing. Gunnar Nelson, he was actually at one point, if you remember, kind of being talked about for the welterweight title or, or in the title picture. And then had a little bit of a setback against Santiago Ponzinibbio because that was actually, I believe, going to be a contender fight or up-and-coming fight. This was actually uh, last July, July 16, 2017, where he lost by knockout in the first round. Pretty... Pretty brutal, vicious knockout, if you guys remember that one. And then, um, you know, before that, he had a nice little tap out of Alan Joban. But he hasn't fought that consistently. So, you know, with that being said, I'm probably... I was going with... I was leaning more towards Gunnar Nelson. Um, but I'm probably going to have to go with Oliveira on this one. I'll pick Oliveira to take it... Um, hmm... Probably by decision as well. Now, the other fight that I want to kind of just touch on is Jimmy Manua versus Thiago Santos. This is going to be... Somebody, somebody in this fight is getting knocked out. Whether it's Manua or Santos, somebody in this fight is getting knocked out. These guys are not going to be looking to grapple. Um, you know, Manua's coming off a unanimous decision loss to John Blockowitz. That was back in March. So he's looking to rebound. And before that, he actually lost to Vulcan Ozemir. He got knocked out by Vulcan. Um, so he's he's de so Mando is definitely looking for a win here. And uh, well, you know, of course, but he's he's looking to, like he really needs a win here. And as far as we got Thiago Santos, he's been kind of you know up and down. Um, he he's one of those guys that has that scary scary power. Um, and the last fight that he was in. He actually 
beat Eric Anders. That was a great fight. Um, back at UFC Fight Night 137 in September. And then he had another win over Kevin Holland in August. So he's been fighting very consistent. I'm probably going to have to go with Santos in this fight. Now, like I said, whoever lands first is going to win because both these guys have that scary, scary power. But I'm probably going to have to go with Santos due to him being a little more active and being on a little bit of a streak right now. Whereas uh, Manuwa, he'll be looking to, to definitely get a win here um, based on a little bit of a streak that he's on. But I probably just it's still going to have to go with Santos on this one. Now... We also do have, you know, a couple of interesting fights here. Olivier Auburn Mercier against Gilbert Burns. Uh, probably going to go with Olivier Auburn Mercier on that one. Probably by decision. And then Eric Anders and Elias Theodoro. That's going to be a great fight. That's going to be a very, very tough fight. Um, I'm surprised that one's actually on the prelim card because both those guys are really good. Um, I'll go with uh, Theodoro on that one. But I wouldn't be surprised either way. And that's actually going to wrap up all my picks, guys. I uh, really, really appreciate you guys checking it out. We'll be tuning in this weekend to see what happens. Now, of course, don't forget to go ahead and uh, check me out on Twitter. It's at TBeatdown. So at the letter T TBeatdown. Uh, you know, I don't know why I didn't pick it, not able to change it. But just go ahead and follow me on there at TBeatdown. And, uh, you know, if you have any questions or anything like that, go ahead and let me know. I do post things on there. But as always, guys, really, really appreciate you checking out the Phoenix Beatdown. Don't forget to check out the previous episodes. And uh, as always, really appreciate it. And take care, guys.